0: What is up, everybody? You are checking out the Uncensored Pressing Podcast. I am your host, the hot commodity, C, and we are covering WWE Monday Night Raw from August 7th, 2023, live in Minneapolis, Minnesota, the night, two days removed from SummerSlam, which was a huge night. Check out our recap in the archives that, was, that came out just a couple weeks ago. Uh, You can check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, So check out all those episodes and more. We've been going at it for three years now, so there's a lot of content all available for you to check out. So let's dive right into the action here. We start out Monday Night Raw with Cody Rhodes coming out. Cody defeated Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. Cody says, I want to talk about the University of Minnesota's own Brock Lesnar. I have had the honor and misery of surviving Brock Lesnar. I could have never imagined what happened next. I had a conversation with my madre this morning, and she told me, Brock Lesnar acknowledged you. After SummerSlam, I feel on top of the world. I could be anybody in the world. That's when WWE World Champion Seth Rollins comes out, and Seth says, did I hear you right when you said you could be anyone in the world? Why don't you put that... That feeling to the test. That's when Damian Priest, NXT North American Champion Dominic Mysterio, and WWE World Women's Champion Rhea Ripley, they come out Judgment Day. Damian Priest says, for some reason you think you run raw. Rhea says, Judgment Day, we run raw. You don't dictate what happens with the titles Judgment Day does. Mere specifically, Senior, more specifically, Senior Money in the Bank does. We have the most dominant war- world women's champion Rhea Ripley. The dominant North American champion Dominic Mysterio. Dirty Dom ain't done with you. Tomorrow Dominic will defend his title on NXT. What will you be doing? And then Finn Balor attacks Seth Rollins from behind. Sami Zayn runs out and all three, all three being Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn and Seth Rollins, they take out Judgment Day and Cody says, I got a solution. For all of this, the three of you taking on three of us. And Seth looks pissed at this and he and Cody argue because Seth doesn't want to work with Cody. Seth came out wanting to argue with Cody. So one of my big, out of my 12 moments, the one thing I want to talk about is, Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins bringing the real life heat to the ring. We know that the two of them haven't gotten along in the past. And they're still bringing up their actual heat backstage on the camera. I like this. I like when real tension takes place. However, I don't want to see Seth Rollins and um, Cody Rhodes again right now. My question for you guys is let me know in the comments. Who do you like better? Are you more the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes or Seth freaking Rollins? Let me know. I like them both. It's hard for me to pick. Uh, they're both main event stars. They both put on five-star matches. So it's hard for me to pick. Uh, so I want you guys to let me know. Who do you think, Cody Rose or Seth Rollins? Who's your pick? We have our first match of the night. Uh, and Raw is coming to you the first hour commercial free. And it's the number one contendership for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. And we're having Ricochet take on Matt Riddle, Hamasa Champa. And Chad Gable with Otis and Maxine Dupree. Sorry, I got a little confused there. I thought that I mentioned three men when I mentioned all four. Uh, this is a very good Fatal 4-Way. Each man delivered in this match. However, the ending came when Riddle hit the Bro Broderick. Uh, Gable ends up nailing a jumping headbutt to Matt Riddle. And then Gable hits Tomasa Champa with Chaos Theory. And gets a three count. A surprising victory here for Chad Gable. Chad Gable now, the number one contender for Gunther's Intercontinental title. Uh, can Chad Gable be the one to stop Gunther? Chad Gable has all the accolades in the world. He's a former Olympian, he is a great athlete, former NXT Tag champion. I think he's a former United States champion as well. And I think he is a former WWE tag champion. So Chad Gable has all the accolades. He's great athlete. He reminds me of Kurt Angle, and he just keeps on improving every week and showing the crowd what he can do. Let me know in the comments, do you think he can be the one to stop Gunther? I don't think he can be the one to stop Gunther just because Gunther is so just, like, been dominant, but I do think Gable and Gunther will have an amazing match if they do go at it, but let me know in the comments. Do you think Chad Gable could win the Cardinal title? Stranger things have happened. Like, trying to hook up with Vicks, from i digress next we see cody Rhodes and seth rollins arguing backstage and Sammy Zayn says i know there's a lot here we have a chance to end judgment day they injured my partner both of your friends kevin owens and they put him on the show and then they all say they're cool but sammy doesn't really think they are actually fine um the Miz is on the phone, and he he's told he needs to wait to take pictures because LA Knight is doing his photography, and that obviously pisses The Miz off. Next, we're seeing Bronson Reed take on Shinsuke Nakamura, and Shinsuke has a little bit of a darker image recently. He hasn't really gotten his way. He's been you know, mad because Tommaso Champ has been getting involved in his match. Matches against Bronson Reed. Sorry, he did defeat Tommaso Ciampa last week on Raw, and now he's ready to take on the big man in Bronson Reed. However, decent match. The end comes after Bronson Reed's nail misses the tsunami, and Shinsuke Lance two King Sasha's to get the win. My question is, what is up with Nakamura? He's been a little different lately. He's been quiet, a little more reserved. I will tell you, I do have some thoughts on later on tonight on Nakamura, and we'll discuss that later on. But uh, we're definitely getting to see a different side of Nakamura here. Raquel Rodriguez backstage with Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae. And Raquel's mad that she can't be cleared to take on Rhea Ripley. Raquel's battling that ankle injury. Next, we have the man of the people, big time Becky Lynch. She comes out. Becky says, I am so close to the end. It's been months clawing, winning, losing, and I am tired. I am hopeful and ready to put an end to the charade and get my rematch with Trish Stratus. The greatest of that generation versus the greatest of this generation with no Zoe Stark. Speaking of Zoe, Zoe comes out and Zoe says, this has been over long enough. Trish already beaten you. I beat you. Becky, you're scared. You got me banned from ringside. Becky says, what are you doing? You are gifted. You're playing second field to someone who won't be here after next week. So he says, I am amazing at what I do. You are jealous of the greatest of all time. Picked me and kicked you aside. I am the baddest person in the locker room. Mm, don't say that too much because the newest baddest woman And Shayna Baszler, who knocked out her former best friend Ronda Rousey at SummerSlam, Shayna comes out and Shayna says, "I beat Ronda Rousey at SummerSlam and drove her out of the WWE. I wasn't originally invited to this party, but tell me again, Zoe, who's the best?" Zoe says, "You keep running your mouth, and I'll send you home." So obviously, WWE is going to book Zoe Stark versus Shayna Baszler here, and we'll talk about this match quickly. Becky Lynch is at ringside, and she has lemonade that she's drinking, and Triple H pretty much said in his conference after SummerSlam that Becky and Trish should make lemonade off the lemons they were granted by having their match removed from SummerSlam. So, you know, Becky's got to laugh and make fun of uh, Triple H, but what I liked about this match was this is a very clean match, even though Becky was out there. Um, there's a lot of different action back and forth. Shana locks in the care of of Clutch and then defeats Zoe Stark after the world is by a slam and gets a three count. On my question for you, guys listening in is should shana baser get a more prominent role in the wwe women's division she is was a killer in mma she debuted in the may young classic she was the queen of spades she quickly dominated the nxt women's division and became the nxt women's division and then she came over to wwe the main roster had a lackluster um sort of time i mean she initially just brutalized all the women elimination chamber match to challenge becky lynch at wrestlemania she Bit Becky Lynch's ear and i I'm sorry neck and caused her to bleed. However, WrestleMania was sort of I don't want to say postponed, but it kind of was due to COVID. So she did compete against Becky Lynch at WrestleMania, but they really didn't have a standout match. I don't don't think Shana has gotten her flowers that she's due, and I do think that WWE should put her in a more prominent role, and I think that is happening. What do you guys think at home? Do you think that Shana Baszler should get a more prominent role here in the WWE Women's Division? Let me know in the comments. My next thing I want to talk about, J.D. McDonough is backstage talking to Finn Balor. And J.D. has been talking to Finn for months in the back. And uh, Finn says, Damian wants to talk. And Damian you know, pre-shows up and wants to talk to Finn Balor alone. But Finn says, you can talk in front of J.D. And Damian says, even with my help, you've lost. Finn says, maybe it's because of you I lost. Rhea Ripley shows up and tells them they that they're there to... That, They were at ringside to help Finn Balor, and they need to get on the same page. And J.D. then tells Damien Priest that he should lose the briefcase because it's causing all the issues. And my question for you is what next? What is next for J.D. McDonough? Are we going to see J.D. join Judgment Day? Is Finn going to break apart from this group and create his new Judgment Day with J.D. McDonough in mind? What is happening? Finn's been consulting J.D. for a long time. What do you guys think? Let me know in the comments about that. Next, Shinsuke is backstage and he says he will carve his own path. And then we see the judgment day attack Sami Zayn, and Sami's arm looks really bad. And uh it, it looks like Sami Zayn will not be able to compete in that six-man tag match later on tonight. Next, we have Ludwig Kaiser with Giovanni Vinci defeating Otis with Maxine Dupree. After Gunther runs in and hits Otis and Ludwig Kaiser lands his finisher, it gets a three count. After the match, Imperium attack Otis until Shad Gable runs out and Imperium leave. What do you guys think about Ludwig Kaiser? Do you think Ludwig can be a star outside of Imperium? I do. I think he's been doing really good. He's been having a lot of singles matches. I think it's because Giovanni Benji, if I'm correct, is injured. Uh, Gunther is the leader of the group, so he's not going to be fighting as much. I understand he's more of a attraction. So we're going to see a lot of Lube Kaiser. and he's doing great. Otis is always great as well. However, I don't think WWE really has any real straight plans for him. Otis is just always there to kind of make his team look good and make the other guys look good. What I did like was seeing that Imperium is nervous of Chad Gable and Alpha Academy. Uh They definitely, the when shot came in, and I'm excited to see that rivalry take shape. Next, we see Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes um, backstage, and Seth says it's two against three. Then Shinsuke Nakamura walks over and offers to help, and uh, they all agree. So Nakamura is going to be joining the team of Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes tonight. And by that smile on Akamura's face. I don't trust him. We'll get there. Next, the miss comes out. Misses, I came to my show and I find a guy you love, Ellie Knight. I am a locker room leader. I was the I was taught respect. You shake hands with superstars who paved the way. Misses, I am sick and tired of the lack of respect. Ellie Knight then comes out. Ellie says, Allow me to introduce myself. Ellie offers his hand, and the miss says no. You don't deserve to shake my hand. You take away the miss. You strip away my hot wife, Charisma. You are me. You are a flavor of a month. All these people love you now because they think you are it. I think you're an attitude. You're a fanboy playing cosplay in my ring. Strong word there from the Miz. Uh, he says, I don't have a problem with you, but you don't want to make it personal. Well, this plays bet on all the wrong horses, this thoroughbred destroyed everything. You got a 20-year head start because you're safe. They knew they could smack you around. You took it. They knew I'm not to be messed with. You became every champion you could here. Here I am on a climb, and your career is in the damn toilet. I don't mind making you a stepping stone. Misses. I am the main event, and you are not on my level. Ellie says, that's interesting. Prove me wrong. And then the Miz takes off his coat and he attacks Ellie Knight from behind. However, Ellie LA lands the BFT and shakes the Miz hands. So I'm going to ask you guys here, are you guys more of fans of the Miz or Ellie Knight? Right now, La Knight is getting a huge following, but the Miz has been there for a while and has paid his dues. What do you think, Miz or Ellie Knight? Well, let me know in the comments next we see the viking raiders getting defeated by the return of the new day i feel like it is back in 2017 everything is all right in the world the new day is back together as a group unfortunately biggie is still out with that broken neck injury however it was great to see the new day back they land a leg drop and get the win over the viking raiders Uh, i'm gonna ask you guys uh are you happy to see the new day back i definitely am but what do you guys think do you guys were you happy to see them gone or happy that they're back Next, we see Shayna Baszler backstage, and she tells Becky Lynch that she does not need any of her help and that she's coming for Becky, and Becky says that's fine. She's not hard to find. I would love to see them roll it back, Becky and Shayna again. Next, we're at our main event, the Judgment Day, taking on the world champion Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Before the match can start, Raquel Rodriguez comes down and attacks Rhea Ripley until referees separate the two. They brawl and get separated again the Ray and heart will run down and help, but Rhea Ripley attacks them back. But Ray fights back. All these women are going out of Rhea Ripley. My question for you guys, is Raquel ready to come back? Will she be the one to end Rhea Ripley? Let me know in the comments. Um, let's talk about this main event match. A lot of action here. The end comes after um, Ben Ballard clothesline Seth Rollins to the floor and Damian Priest hits. Cody Rhodes with the briefcase. Sami Zayn runs out and attacks Damian Priest. Seth Rollins then kicks the briefcase into Finn Balor. And Cody nails a crossroads and gets a three-count victory, defeating Judgment Day. Let's talk about the match. The Money in the Bank contract is literally and figuratively getting in the way between Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Something is going to explode between the two. That's definitely going to happen. After we see Seth Rollins shaking Cody Rose's hand, I was excited to see the two guys finally on TV shake hands, show that they're professional, they're ready to move on and be friends and work together. However, I knew something was going to happen, a shock hurt around the world. After uh, Seth Rollins is posing, Shinsuke Nakamura nails a huge Kinsatsura to the world champion Seth Rollins, and Nakamura leaves smiling. Heel Nakamura yay or nay for me i'm a huge shinsuke nakamura fan i feel like he's been held back for a while i love his heel work and i'm excited to see him step up we haven't seen him in a main title picture in a long time for new fans of wwe you're in you're in for a treat to get to see the action of shinsuke nakamura and i do think seth rollins versus nakamura maybe at payback that would be a hell of a match I'm signed up for all that. And I want to make sure to take a minute quick before we end here to thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you check us out on YouTube. Search the Uncensored Crossing podcast. Give us a like, a subscription, and I'm sorry if us want like, hit the notification bell and leave us a comment so let us know what you think of this episode of Raw. Also, follow us wherever you get your podcasts, including places like Spotify, Apple Music, i'm sorry it's part apple podcast anyone's on music or wherever you get your podcast i don't know where my mind is today uh, thank you guys for tuning in it has been a great episode of raw let me know in the comments what you think of everything going on and uh we're we're summer is almost ending we're almost we're on the road to here series soon as that's coming up in november but uh yeah thank you for tuning in stay safe and stay uncensored